call is now being recorded. Welcome to the V2V podcast with Shorts and Aurelius. This is episode number 25. Hey there, 25. Wow, how did we get so far so quickly? I don't know. I guess we just started talking and then, you know, we just kept talking. It's all bullshit. It really is, but I love it. It's it's the bullshit that we kind of talk about anyway. That's true. And and surprisingly, there are at least a few people who seem to be interested in what it is that we're talking about. Yes, it's miraculous, actually. That's the craziest part. Nuts. Nuts. So, uh, what's going on? Uh, not much here. We had a, a flooding at the apartment, so I'm moving tomorrow, so we're doing this episode early today. The flooding. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. There was, like, water, like, pouring down from the ceiling and shit. Oh, but yeah. But there's some, there's, some, there's some interesting stuff going on at this apartment complex, and this apartment complex is kind of historic, too. Because it's kind of posted a lot of interesting different things that have gone on and different people that have been here, including Nirvana and Nirvana and L7 trashing uh, Geffen's room here. Oh, that was, I saw it. Yeah. But uh, the transition, there was a transition between companies that own this complex. And since okay. that transition... Everyone's apartments are flooding, and we kind of think that it's being done on purpose. Oh wow! To that's a, that's a scoop. Yeah, I know. It's kind of interesting because it wasn't happening before, but everyone's getting it now. But the the right. idea behind it being that you know uh, these issues happening within like the first year of transition between companies means that they can still charge Oakwoods. The Pearl can still charge Oakwoods for, uh, uh, for these repairs. Well, equity oh. actually equity charging. Gotcha. Oakwoods. Yeah. So there's kind of these things going on here, but it's weird. I guess these, this is kind of the last days of this place really, because it, it's it's pretty it's pretty run down, you know. I mean, most apartments have asbestos and mold and leaking and things going on, and you know, I mean, everyone who lives here is like living here pretty cheap for living in this this part of town, you know. Right. So it's kind of what you get. Well, sure, like that whole area. I mean, just the beach area itself. It gets so yeah. much wear from the salt wind. Yeah. That um, a lot of those places in general are, are pretty run down just because they're weathered and yeah, and it's it's almost kind of an aesthetic, like a beach aesthetic, where you almost expect it. I mean, not that it's a good thing, but it's common. That's for sure. Like, yeah, like the, um, like the, um, like the beach house apartments on, on the boardwalk. Like, sure. 
Yeah. Right. You're going to pay uh, $4,000 a month or upwards of that for a, a one-bedroom apartment that is just – that you wouldn't move into if it was anywhere else. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because oh, you don't yeah. really live in – you don't really live inside there. You just sort of sleep and wash yourself and cup occasionally, you know. You just kind of, like, live outside here all the time. And I guess that's the right. idea. Right. Well, yeah, people outside of the area don't really understand that very well. Yeah. I mean, obviously, people live outside permanently, fairly successfully. Like, if it – to put it into, like, survival terms, like, to be able yeah. to – live in Southern California mostly or almost entirely outside as opposed to any, almost anywhere else, it just isn't even reasonable. So I get it. It's uh, It sucks, but, I mean, I think um, I think the owners of these buildings or houses or the structures in general should certainly uh, – pay more attention and, and maybe move off of the total like profit idea and actually do something for the people that pay their bills. But uh yeah, I guess that's just kind of the way of the world, you know? Yes. Yeah. So it's, it, we're getting a little political almost now. Right. Anyway, Speaking politics. Speaking of politics, it, it is election season. Yeah, and um, I thought we could bring in one of our regular guests to talk a little bit about what's going on. Maybe, maybe give an endorsement. Maybe give an anti-endorsement, whatever that might mean. Um, so yeah, he's here. Um, yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, how you doing, Marcus? Yeah. Well, welcome back. You're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm back. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. <laughs> how you funny? You're the famous comedian, Marcus. Now, oh huh? yeah, yeah, you're funny. This guy's oh, funny. Wow. Yeah. So Arnold, let's talk politics. So what's going on? Well, you know, this is the voting season, and it's time to do the politics. So. Uh, I'm here to endorse, uh, the, the, the guy running for this, the gerrymandering. Um, you know, we, we wanted to stop, you know, Jerry and me. We're both, uh, in the same, in the same page of this. We, uh, we both don't like, uh, the, the reverse eggs in the basket. We feel that, you know, the eggs in the basket alone is painful enough. Um, and uh, the gerrymandering is is you know for for not sticking the 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 balls in the asshole while the cock is in the pussy. Yeah. So there's a candidate named Jerry Mandarin. Is that, is that yeah? Did I hear that right? Yeah, Jerry Mandarin. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. So this has nothing to do with the uh, political mapping called. Jerry Mandarin, does it? 
Yeah, no, nothing to do with this at all. No, why would I have anything to do with this? This is silly. This is more about a sex move, a very painful one. And one that I don't recommend any of the men out there try, even though you're curious during the, the intercourse. Yeah. So you're, so you're not endorsing that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not endorsing anti, you. Anti yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, actually, I'm against this guy, Jerry Mandarin. He's, he's very bad. Yeah, he hurts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Sounds yeah. like you just did a classic, uh, political flip flop there, uh, Mr. Yeah, Mandarin. yeah. Yeah, flip flop. Yeah. You had to flip. You know, you know the sound it makes when you're walking and you make the flip flap. Yeah, this is what we do in the power picks, you know. We say one thing and then we do the other. Yeah. Gotcha. You're not, yeah. uh, by chance, sponsored by Flip Flop, are you? Yeah. We yeah, am sponsored by the Flip Flop. You know, it's not authentic Flip Flop unless it makes the Flip Flop sound. The Flip Flop. Flip Flop. And if it's not making this sound, then it's some Chinese naka. Don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's political. Yeah, I've got to go fight the nanny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere yet. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I realize, What's going on? I realize that that might be important, but but I wanted to ask you yeah. about some other things. Now, recently, we uncovered some yeah. old found audio. You reading for some parts that that you didn't get. Now, this is not to say that you didn't deserve those roles, but you went on to do your own thing, of course, successfully. Yeah. Very, you know, obviously. Um, yeah. I just wanted to ask about some of these uh, screen tests that yeah. you took part in. One being um, uh, you read for Forrest Gump. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, before they got the Tom Hanks and they had the play the retard, I've been in there to give it the old retard shot, you know. I wanted to play someone really retarded who, you know, was meeting his uh, lifelong girlfriend, you know, romantic partner with AIDS for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was very interesting. I think you added a, a nice touch. To, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, the character for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, it's a shame I couldn't other... have made this movie, you know, because uh, I think I would have done better than Tom Hanks, and I totally would have won the Oscar. Yeah, the other movie, what? 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 You you read for Darth Vader? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I felt like uh, this character needed to be an Astrian, sort of, you know, android robot person. But uh, unfortunately, the George Lucas, he went with the uh, James L. Jones voice instead. Uh, I, I felt that, uh, you know, my voice would have been better. But, uh, yeah, it was very interesting indeed to read for this. And what an honor. Yeah. That would have been interesting, considering that was purely a voice acting role, which uh, I don't think you've done that before, have you? Have you? No. Have you done? 
any cartoon no. work or anything like that? No. Right now? No. No. I know that uh, something – I don't think we have it queued up, but I believe you read um, for a part in Sister Act, too. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I uh, I wanted to, you know, come in there for the sequel and play the Whoopi Goldberg character in the, you know, underprivileged black, you know, uh, uh, choir, you know, and I wanted to, you know, sing with all my hair to the gad and to, to feel back at the habit, you know. It was fantastic. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, uh that's really interesting. We will definitely take a look. Can I can I can I yes. please talk about my uh, fantastic trial for Yanni Castle's role in the Dirty Dancing? Yeah, it was very dirty. Oh yes, that's another yeah. one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick yeah. Tracy famously uh, played that role. Yeah. So you know, for me, playing a gigolo would uh, you know not be too far off, but then. You know, I learned later on when they were casting the Jennifer Grey that she was actually playing the 16-year-old. And I didn't feel this would be good for furthering my career if I was a gigolo at a hotel hanging out and fucking all these rich women with diamonds in their pockets, you know. And then, you know, how the Johnny Castle kind of crooms this 16-year-old who's kind of a rich Jew, you know. Sure. Oh, so in this case, you were actually offered the role, and you... Yeah, I was offered the role because I could... Yeah, because I could do the lift perfectly with one arm or one finger with the Jennifer Grey. But for me, this this role was uh, enticingly, you know, enticing to the pedophile. And, you know, I won't take part in this, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think uh, the late uh, Patrick Swayze uh, owes you... uh, little bit of thanks it made his whole career yeah it's it's amazing how people can overlook the fact that he was banging this 16 year old violently and sort of still fucking other rich women at the same time while sort of losing around in this hotel yeah right so is it true that you also were considering the jerry orbach role as the uh as baby's father yeah, I wanted to play Jerry's, Jerry, you know, baby's father as a Jerry, you know, but I felt like uh, I couldn't, I couldn't put the baby in the corner, and that right. was something I had to do, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is the morality of of Arnold Schwarzenegger, probably in Hollywood. How yeah. he got to be to become the governor of California. I think that played a large role in that because. If you had played that role, I doubt that you would have uh, ended up being successful in politics for the very reason that you just stated. People wouldn't wouldn't have looked at that in a positive light. This is true. But, you know, uh, the famous scene where, you know, they do the heartbeat, a gagum, gagum. It's, it's like a heartbeat. You've got to feel it, gagum, gagum. Yeah, I feel this also is, uh, you know, manufactured bullshit of Hollywood. You know, he didn't love her. He didn't care for her. They hope that, you know, this is, I would have liked it if the Dirty Dancing was about, you know, the, 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 
the pedophile, you know, uh, 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 a gigolo, but he turns violent in there because he has to find the murderer and he has to destroy everyone at the hotel. This would have been much better, Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Have you considered uh, rewriting the script to your liking? Maybe uh, I'm thinking of doing this maybe next week or next year, but listen, I have to go because I have to fuck the nanny she's calling. Thank you for coming on the show, Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, everybody. Yeah, he's amazing, that guy. Always great. yeah, it's so cool that we can just connect to him, too, you know. We always have a line to Arnold. Well, I think it has something to do with what we were just talking about. In fact, you know, where we, where you live, where where I lived, right in the, you know, the heart of uh, Venice, Marina del Rey, Santa Monica area. I mean, that's where he is. Yeah. That's where he lives and breathes yeah, and, and rides his bike down the Venice Beach boardwalk every day, so... It was true. I mean, he he to... he he is as OG in Venice as I am. Oh yeah, for, for sure. We were, and it's nice yeah. we were able to establish a relationship with him over the years, where he trusts us. You know, he he knows that that we're not going to you know make fun of him. You know, like make fun yeah. of his accent. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, he's 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 quite. Uh, He's quite articulate, you know. He's a people really need to like get away from the mockery of of Arnold. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's incredibly he's but good thing. He's incredibly sensitive as well. I mean, if you listen to the things he's doing for the dirty kids, and you know, the things that you know, he he turned down the role for Dirty Dancing because he felt that's like amazing. Was, like that, that you know, I felt like. A, Mind blower. That is, you know, worthy of an award in itself. You know, right, especially now in the, you know, in the so-called Me Too movement. Like he was trend-setting way back. Yeah, you know, absolutely it's amazing. So, wow, remarkable it's man. Always a, yeah. always a pleasure to uh, have him on the show. Mm. Yeah. Um. So normally at this time we. <clears throat> We do the Charlie Sheen update. And yes. I took a look to see what was going on with uh, Carlos, and there's not much going on. So oh, uh, no. So then I looked. I looked. Then I looked to his brother. <laughs> I wanted to see what Emilio was up to. Absolutely nothing. Wow. I, I think they're just laying low. Right now, probably because of the kinds of things that that Arnold is actually talking about. There may be some scandals brewing in that family that haven't been uncovered yet, but uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll keep our eyes and ears open. Sure, sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe a Martin Sheen update, perhaps. Um, yeah, I can. I can take a look. But you know, I, my okay. guess is that is that there's not going to be much going on with him either because the last the last thing I knew he was burning something on the steps of a Catholic church. Yes, I remember that. Yes. He, that's a that's a hobby of his actually. It's not really a protest, it's just something he likes to do for fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, very interesting. Um well 
Let's see. He, uh, he, oh, he also had a, uh, had heart surgery. Oh, let's see. Here we go. Ooh. Uh, out of the ind- independent, Martin Sheen. Oh, here's, here's news. Okay. So the headline, the headline is Martin Sheen update out of the independent and, and the story is Matt Damon blasts charlatan psychics. Huh. Wow. I wonder if he's going, I wonder if Matt Damon is going to be playing Charlie Sheen in an upcoming movie. It's going to what? Maybe, maybe he's going to be playing the role of Charlie Sheen in an upcoming movie starring Matt Damon where he burns stuff on the steps of a Catholic church. I just don't think that the, he's interesting enough. Well, considering that the headline was, considering the headline was Martin Sheen update and then the story about, about, mm. uh, you know, what? It's not even the same guy. Oh, no, I know. That's a bit weird. It's, it's a bit very weird. baby. A little bit. A little bit. Like, I wonder, it's like all the meta tags are just, they just list all of the male actors in Hollywood so that Whenever yeah. you look for one of them, like in this case, you look up Arnold Schwarzenegger update. Yeah. The first thing, the first thing that pops up is actor Burt Reynolds dies age 82. I don't even think they know each other or knew each other. I, I don't think they ever had anything to do with each other. No, but there's that whole, like, Kevin Bacon game thing where you can connect everyone. Six sure. degrees. And that's so I feel like that's probably a thing, and that's probably also an algorithm now that's running through all these sort of celebrity news things. Oh, Google. absolutely. Do you, know, do you know the first movie that Kevin Bacon was in? Are you, are you, are you aware of what that is? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I do have the answer. No. I, I do have the answer. I'll let you know. So, but this is the origin of the six degrees. Like I, I have all of this okay. info. It was Animal House. Okay. Back, back in 1978, I believe. Wow. Uh, he played a he played a, a small part as one of the. Um, uh, evil frat boys, and uh, that began six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Because um, there were so many people in that movie that, like, yeah, John Belushi, um, sure, John Belushi. It was uh, John Belushi was in that. Um, uh, I remember John Belushi was in that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he he certainly was, and he ended up dying four yeah. years after that movie was made, and, and yeah, in, in that short time, he became some would say most would say deservedly a, a legendary comic actor. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, you've seen Animal House, right? I have not seen Animal House. <laughs> so, so what do you think about it? What, What's your take on, on Animal House, having not seen it? Okay, so I think that it's about these sort of drunk frat kids, 
at a school that's kind of dysfunctional and funny, and a lot of funny shit happens, and that's what I think. Did about. you like it? Did you Did you like the movie? Having not seen it. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Yeah. Very funny, apparently. Cool. I, I mean, I do so know do the you... scene. I do know the scene between, like, uh, the 0.0 scene because Artie recited the whole thing on Howard Stern one time. He recited the oh, whole right. scene. Oh, right. That's the only right. reason Mr. I know Mr. it. Yeah. Mr. Bluto Blutowski has no great point average. Yes. <laughs> zero point point zero. zero. So, uh, any other movies that you haven't seen that I uh, want to give your take on? Yeah. Yeah, I really like Saw because I didn't see that. And I liked how... So, what's like, that about? Well, that's about this guy named Kerry Elwes. And he's stuck in this basement, and there's this clown dude on a TV screen who has Whoa. these games for him to play. And it's really fun. And he chops that off his sounds leg. almost like a, is that like, is that like a, is that like one of those, um, I don't know, teen, teen romps, perhaps? Like, I don't know what you characterize that as. Like, it sounds really kind of light and funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, one of those 80s movies. Um, I, also, saw I, it, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. So, Carrie Owens, he was in The Princess Bride. You have seen that movie, right? Of course. I have seen The Princess Bride. Yes, inconceivable. Yes. It's, it's inconceivable I, that you hadn't seen that movie. So, uh, yeah, we don't, we, we don't need to talk about that. No. No, I mean, who hasn't seen that? It's like, why would you give a movie review for a movie that you've seen? Everybody else has seen. We already know yeah, that's exactly four. what happens. Right. Yeah. Um, There's so, also this um, other yeah. film. Oh, There's sure. this other film called the the Big Big Lebowski, which is about oh, this wow. fat about? guy. It's about this fat guy called the dude, and he has a rug, and this guy comes and pees on it, and they go bowling, and, and John Goodman loses his mind and pulls out a gun. Whoa, that's a that's quite a plot. Holy, holy it's crap! So cool. Yeah, sound like an action movie. Like, no, not really. It's kind of more of a, a docu drama. Oh, yeah. Wow, it's un- boring. Perhaps maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who would want to see that. I mean, it, some of the elements sound interesting, like the bowling, maybe, and uh, yeah. I also but, I also really I also really liked adaptation. Oh, my uh, friend uh told me that's your favorite movie. Um you haven't seen it though, right? No, uh, but it it's it's about Nicolas Cage and he has a twin and hmm. they're both going bald and they can't write oh, wow. anything anymore. They 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 they're learning to like write English. And talk to people. Yeah. Oh wow, that's um, sounds like almost like Oscar bait. Like yeah, yeah. Like there's one also, of those. There's something, yeah, yeah. One of there's those also epic, like, like, gosh, that's exciting. So you gotta go see that one. 
Uh, there's also being John Malkovich. There's also being John Malkovich, which is about uh, this guy named John Malkovich, and he has this like room that people go into, and yeah. then they come out the other side, and Cameron Diaz is in it. Oh wow! There's an actor named John Malkovich. Does she have anything to do with no that? Or you would, no, you haven't seen it. No way. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, also, that's that's wild. Like, so yeah, the movie's called Being John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah. And it's also it's about thing. a room. It's about a room. Yeah, that people go into, and then Cameron Diaz is there. Yeah, it's super cool. I mean, like, why wouldn't you want to go see that? Well, you haven't, and I think that says yes. everything about that movie and. And, and yeah. I really want to thank you for uh, these reviews because yeah, I have, I have really allowing people to get to the heart of. Oh, we have one more. So this is very exciting. Like you don't really ever get like I don't even know how to say it a good review anymore. So that you know, everyone's yeah. talking about movies that everyone's seen. Like oh yeah, like Star Wars sucks. All that. Yeah. Right, so so it's nice that we can get this really refreshing take on on movies that you haven't seen. And um, yeah. so, what's the other one? Yeah. Okay, so there's this film called Easy Rider. Okay, and it's Easy about Rider. these guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about this guy named Jack Nicholson, and he sits by a fire and he drinks a cactus. He drinks what? A cactus. He drinks a cactus by the fire. Yeah. It's a pretty high concept. Is it one of those, like, teen comedies? It's a really long film, too, apparently. Really long? Yeah. Must must be a big cactus. <laughs> I guess so. Or, or, or they have a lot of wood. To burn, yeah. While he's sitting yeah, there it, drinking the cactus in front of the fire, yeah, all by himself. Yeah, yeah. Is there like should we warn parents uh, of drug use, perhaps in that one, or do you know? Well, I, I think it's just the cactus. I think it's fine. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone should drink cactus, but you know, I think you know in this case it's Jack Nicholson, so it's fine. Well, it's a movie, too, you know. I mean, people sometimes get confused about, you know, what's portrayed on the big screen. You know, it's so big and exciting. And then they want to go out and, and actually do that. It's probably not a good idea to emulate, you know, what's in a movie. Like, I'm not going to... Yeah. I'm not going to manufacture a lightsaber and, like, go tearing through the town, like, with a laser sword. Right. Slicing everybody up, because... It looks cool, like it's, it looks sure. fun, but I'm not. Yeah. You know, I I have the, I have the ability to understand that that's probably not a good idea. So right. So so if any kids are listening, probably should stop listening to this. But even if you are, don't sit by fires and drink cactus just because Jack Nicholson did that. I know he's like a big deal and all that, but. It's a movie. I, yeah. I didn't mean to get too stern right there, but, you know, it's a movie. It's for fun. Oh, I, I, 
I have. I, have, I just thought of another another three, but they're they're okay. all one movie. Another part, three. Part of, yeah, they're all another part of three. one movie. They're all oh, part of one right. movie. Oh, a trilogy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's called Lord of the Rings, all right? And basically, hmm. this little dwarf dude who was North, he goes he goes into this place where there's an old yeah. guy named Gandalf. And a hot chick named Liv Tyler. And it's like three movies. Yeah. An old guy named Dandruff? Yeah. So there's a, okay, let me get the, see if I get this right. There's a, a little guy. Yeah, he's big more. No, no, there's, okay. there's no rings. There's no there's rings no at all. No. So he goes to no. an old guy named Dandruff. And then Dandy yeah. introduces him to Liv Tyler? Yes. Wow. You know, I always thought that Liv Tyler kind of looked like a horse. Does she play a horse in this movie? No. I I love Liv Tyler. I'm a huge Liv Tyler fan. But then, oh, you know, not, I... I'm, oh, uh, sorry. I'm, I mean, I'm not, like, saying a bad thing. I think that maybe... Um, I don't know. She could play a horse. Uh, wait, but would she would she get that role over Sarah Jessica Parker? Or um uh what's what's the uh, pretty woman actress? What's her name? Oh, Julia Roberts. My god. So so the three of them Julia Roberts, Liv Tyler, and Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Could oh you know hold on let me look something up. Oh they are actually this three starring actresses in the new My Little Pony live action film. No way. Yeah, they're gonna play ponies. I think there's wow. music for it. It'll be great. That's amazing. So, I we really went off track about your on your review, but I just got so excited about the possibility of Liv Tyler playing a, a horse. Um, <laughs> so, so Lord of the Rings, like worth worth not seeing. Lord of the Rings with no rings. Yeah, sure, not seeing. It's worth not seeing. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Oh, oh, also, <laughs> also there's more. Um, there's always yeah. more, more. Yeah, there's there's a film called Hellraiser with this guy who has these needles stuck in his face, and he's yeah. trying to get them out. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that sounds painful. <laughs> yeah, man. Is that a is that a documentary? It's emotional. It's an emotional, dramatic comedy, actually. I, I wow. I I actually yeah. kind of want to see that. But yeah. I, but I probably won't. And and still no, enjoy don't, it don't just as much. Don't. Yeah. So you recommend yeah. continuing not to not see it and then yeah. really enjoying it. Yeah. Just like I have wow. all these years. Yeah. That's awesome. 
So, uh, cool. yeah, shorts, uh, movie reviews, uh, unlike most movie reviews that I've ever heard, that's, uh, that's a nice fresh take on, uh, on cinema. Maybe, yeah. maybe we should make this a regular segment. You probably should, yeah. I'll have to find some movies that I haven't seen. Movies shorts has not seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Mm. Uh, well, um, I wanted to ask you a question. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. When you we were talking about when you, okay. when you were in Scientology and you were sort of like, you know, you would you had been baited for this higher position level because the other person left or whatever. I can't remember what you called it when you leave Scientology, but... Oh, you call um, it... Uh, you call it blowing. Blowing, okay. Um, like, he blew. <laughs> right. Hey, so, what happened to Joe? Oh, he blew. So, was there talk of Venu at all? Talk of what? Venu. No. No one had, no one was no one was like even talking about the actual sort of like beliefs or functionings going on. Yes. Like, yeah, like see, what No. And and that would be really interesting to get into like in a, a really like a full length discussion about that or, or interview. Because sure. there there are some there are some misconceptions about about the act like the practices yeah and how and how they don't necessarily necessarily relate to um all of the the literature or stories right. some of these are right. definitely even within Scientology considered allegorical kind of like okay. biblical stories that aren't necessarily seen as True. Right. Um, so, and this is not to defend Scientology, but of course people are going to find out about Xenu dropping people into volcanoes in, in out of airplanes, and yeah, and and conflate that and and because that's like that's ridiculous and it's interesting and it's funny. And it it makes it really really easy to put that up, point to that stuff, and then immediately refocus on the general goings on of people in Scientology who really have nothing to do with any of that. Um, right. And uh, it's just like someone, you know, talking about Moses and. The burning bush and how that's so ridiculous and yeah and but no 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 real like devout Christians in in their lives almost ever are are thinking about or pondering or believing that some guy was talking to a burning bush like mm. but that's real I mean that's part of the literature yeah. but yeah. Or Noah's Ark and all of the 
all of the goofy stuff that goes along with uh, the logistics of putting every animal in a boat and that's not big enough. Right. And that, where does all the shit go? Right. And, like, you know, and what all, about the predators? Yeah. So, but to get back to, to Zenu, really, like, and that is, um, like, that literature really exists, and it's it it's presented in some very expensive, upper-level auditing courses that okay. almost nobody can afford or actually right. does. Most of the people right. who... This is interesting. Most of the people who do that, those courses at that, that level, I mean, like I was saying, this is like, you know, upwards of one, one to five thousand dollars an hour. Yeah. To, uh, sit with the soup cans and have the guy ask you questions. Um, yeah. A lot of the people who act, who do that are on, they're on staff, so they get, they get staff auditing for free. Yeah. Um, there's also, but there's a caveat with that. If you're on staff and you're getting all this, all this auditing work done and you leave, you blow that pop stand. That's where the term kind of came from. Like that old, like 50s jargon that Hubbard was so fond of. So if you leave, you can be saddled with what's called a freeloader's debt. Oh where, my God. where the trick just says, "Oh, by the way, all that all that stuff that you were getting for free, re- now it's retroactively not free, and here's an invoice for like you know twenty five thousand dollars, or whatever the case is, and and that's real. Like, um, that's one of the techniques that they use to hold shit over people's heads very sure. effectively. Like, like you, you know, you are not leaving." And here's the look. Here's the price tag for you leaving. So that's something that isn't really discussed either. They don't have to sue you. All they have to do is send you a bill. And if you don't pay the yeah. bill, it's going to go in your credit report. You know, it's going to mess you up. So, yeah. uh, so that, in, in short, kind of that's that's what that's what people aren't talking about. Um. South Park, you know, and and uh, yeah. and all the things yeah. that they they really cherry pick from from this this group um, to make it even more ridiculous than yeah. it already is, and dangerous. By the way, it's not you could you could disregard all that stuff, like and like it doesn't exist because it almost really doesn't exist, and and this in Scientology is is uh like it's evil minded and dangerous anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I I really want would love to uh get into a more like in depth discussion again about some specifics like this uh in, yeah, in maybe a further definitely. a further episode for sure. I think yeah, it would be definitely. really interesting. People people um they're giving me a lot of good feedback about uh, what I talked about, the questions you asked me, survivors who good. have really come forward. These, 
I guess four, the three parts and then the full uncut interview. Um, yeah. In, I guess, five days now. The, that grouping of, of four videos, four interviews has topped like all of the other, all of the other most popular things that we've done in that time. Cool, like man. The uh, interview that you did with uh, Eric Thor from Sunset Bay. Yeah. Very like popular. It's been, that's been, we published that about a month ago. It's very popular. Um, the Scientology stuff just leapt over all of that within less than a week. Wow. So we're definitely touching some nerves and, and I'm waiting, frankly, for some like, um, uh, blow back, blow back, and yeah, and it's just not coming. I know that because of that, because of the uh, hashtags I put on it, you know, and yeah, and and if you and if you search YouTube, like yeah. those videos are already like on like the second page, like they're already there. Yeah, uh, a lot mixed in with all of the Scientology propaganda stuff. Like we're right below that. It's really interesting. Yeah. I love it. Like, That's yeah. So, so I definitely cool, want to keep doing that because, yeah, just like just like the uh, teen survivors, there are a lot of people out there. Um, in a number, you know, in any number of groups or systems or programs that people have been a part of for whatever reason, naivete. They got tricked. They got forced. Um. There are a lot of people out there who have been under the the fist of of these types of programs that don't have any avenue to speak out, or you know, or they're afraid. You know. Yeah. So I, I love the fact that that we can provide an outlet, you know, that's safe and it can be anonymous. You know. Yeah. Like Natalie. Me too. Um, and uh, and Mel. You know, these these really wonderful people who didn't have an outlet to speak up through. And I'm really humbled that we're actually able to do this. It's, uh, it's It blows my mind every day. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It is pretty cool. Wow, All right, well... Super lighthearted to like super like sincere. <laughs> we always do that though. We always do it. Oh, we well. always do it. Yes. All right. All right. Fantastic. Man. Episode twenty-five in the book. In the book. All right. And in the uh, book. I will. Uh, Please talk like to you and soon. subscribe. Mm-hmm. Please oh, like that, and subscribe yeah. if you uh, if you like Please it. Please like and subscribe. I heard I heard someone say the other day that this was the pitch. Like is not a strong word. So if we've reached that low bar, press the like button. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I'd rather have people really like it 
and and not give it yeah. a fake like, you know, like fuck yeah. a fake like. So, yeah. but yeah, like subscribe. <laughs> I noticed that. I know we keep going on. I noticed I was doing a little bit of research, and I noticed that only about twenty percent of the people who are listening to our show are actually subscribed to us. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and and that's cool. we're talking to you. So, so there's a whole bunch of people out there, like hundreds of people, who are like checking us out and like apparently over and over again too. So. Rather than rather than having to try to find B to V, you can subscribe to us and then press the little bell, and you'll get like YouTube notifications that hey, Shorts and Aurelius have put something else up that's ridiculous or funny or or, right. or uh, serious, whatever, or some yeah. other weird music thing or whatever it is. Like we're always doing weird stuff. Hey, and by the way. By the way, yes. we really like we really like it when you dislike as well. If you don't like it, tell us. Let us oh, know yeah, that's something. Oh yes, right. Because we got a dislike like uh, the other day. That we yeah. they're rare, yeah. like really they're pretty rare. But like that's always appreciated too. Or leave us leave yeah. a snarky comment. You know, somebody said one of the shows that we did was unlistenable, all caps. Cool. That was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Till next time. Bye. Later. Bye.